Ladies and gentlemen, the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Droid Entertainment. It is an independently produced show, and if you enjoy it, please subscribe. Feel free to write a review of the podcast on whatever platform you use to ingest podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Blueberry, Spotify, whatever it is. And if you already subscribe and you've already written a review and you still want to further support the cause, please consider becoming a sponsor through Patreon. If you go to patreon.com, you can check out our page. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash the droid. T-H-E-D-R-O-Y-D. And if you make a donation, then we will give you a shout out in a future episode of the podcast. And if you've done all of these things and you still want to help, then go ahead and just send me some nudes. All right. Send me money. Send me nudes. Don't be a Jew. Don't be a prude. Send me money. Send me nudes. Don't be a Jew. Don't be a prude. Yeah, I'm actually part Jewish. Now enjoy today's episode. As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. If it's your first time tuning in, if it's your if if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Appreciate you guys tuning in regardless of how long you have or have not been following the Miguel Old R2D2 journey. That's me. Um and we're happy to uh I am happy I should speak uh in the first person perspective because I am happy that uh, that we're doing this. I'm here in Tampa, Florida right now. It's Sunday night. It is October 25th. Actually, it's Monday morning. It's 12.18 a.m. just after midnight. And had a long day of uh, working hard today. You're not supposed to work on the Sabbath, according to the Bible. So I do apologize uh, if, uh, if I've violated any rules by doing that um it was an opportunity to make some money today you know and uh i will say nevertheless uh here we are toward the end of october right you guys been uh excited you you celebrating halloween you getting out dressing up what do you guys do what are you going to be for halloween this year it's a rhetorical question obviously I am probably going to do the cheapest thing possible like I always do, even though I love Halloween, and dress up like a buccaneer because I have a pirate hat that I got at Disneyland when I, uh, Disney World when I visited. That was what brought me out here initially to Florida several months back uh, to surprise some of my family. And uh, when we rode Pirates of the Caribbean, I bought myself a nice little Jack Sparrow lid, if you will, a cap. A wi- uh, 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 it's not a flat bill. It's not a flat William. It's just a, a Pirates of the Caribbean type hat, a pirate hat. 
So I wear that with my uh, outfit that I made in my music video, that red Victorian crazy outfit with the, the coattails, the two coattails in the back. It was in my music video called I Am Michael. Not sure if you guys have checked it out. Shout out to that video. Shout out to myself. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. You can find it on any of my social media. I'm probably going to wear that with an eye patch with my Jack Sparrow lid and call that a Halloween costume. I wear it pretty much every Sabbath because uh, on, on Sundays I do... Uh, what I do for work is I, uh, one of the jobs I have is, is an entertainer at Dave and Buster's here in Tampa during football season. Me and my buddy Trevor Glassman host watch parties. So if you guys want to come out, the next time we'll be hosting is next Sabbath, which is the 31st, AKA Halloween, October 31st. And, uh, I'll be dressed up like Captain Jack Sparrow as always, because I am a, uh, you know, just a, I'll just wear any football outfit for money. No, I, I'm, I'm having a blast doing it. I, uh, you know, it happens. The, the Bucks happen to be doing well, and uh, I'm, a, I'm just a fan of football, as you guys know. I don't follow really any teams anymore. Grew up a diehard 49ers fan until they sold their soul uh, to Levi Stadium and got rid of all the original cast. So I am now a free agent who's just an appreciator of the game of football on all levels from. Peewee football all the way through the NFL into, uh, you know, old man flag football leagues. You know, I'm appreciator of the sport. I'm appreciator of the individuals and and uh, certain teams at certain times. I'm a fan of Eureka High School uh, where I went to school. And I'm also a fan of um, places like Sullivan, Missouri, where my high school teammate Eddie Haar and Ryan Schrader are coaching. I stopped by there. Got to see uh, them uh, in action coaching their school, the Eagles. Got some merch from Eddie. He's the head coach there. So, you know, I'm a fan of football, and I'm, I'm supportive of uh, the tentacles of mine that, that are uh, in many a places, uh, you know, the, the, the connections and teammates and friends that I've made. Uh, uh, I, I have tentacles everywhere around the world. Um, my sphere of influence is wide and large. So, uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie Har, thank you for the, the swag. Thank you to my Eureka High School coaches for giving me more Eureka swag as well. I'd be repping if you know what I'm saying, all right? Anyway, I'm talking uh, about uh, a few things personal. I wanted to try and start the episode off. This is usually the format that we try to do, guys. We talk about what's going on in the world. We talk about what's going on in the comedy world as a whole, right, before I get into what's going on in my comedy world and in my world. Those those are the four segments of the podcast, so you guys can kind of skip around um, to find out, you know, you know, turn it off if, if you don't want to hear me talk about myself uh, halfway through, right, uh, roughly. I don't know if it's exactly divvied up into four exact time segments, but those are the kind of the rough... Uh, bullet points, if you will. So we talked about what's going on in the world. Halloween's coming up. Great. Have you guys seen the movie Halloween Kills with Michael Myers? Um, I have not seen it. I haven't taken the time to watch. I don't really watch scary movies too often. When I was younger, I watched uh, scary movies often. It was always a, a high to 
prove that I could get through any scary movie. Um, as I've gotten older, I see no need to torture myself. <laughs> I do stick to the basics like Hocus Pocus and Young Frankenstein. Uh, those are my two favorite Halloween movies. I think that they're, they get the job done for me. They give me the Halloween spirit without getting crazy with it, if you know what I'm saying. Um, we are having an Indian summer, so when I went back to Missouri, where the there's four seasons, the leaves hadn't quite changed yet. They were in the process. Uh, I love when the leaves are changing, but an Indian summer, I found out, not sure why they call it by the politically incorrect name. It should be a Native American summer. But apparently it's when... It's a hotter year, and it takes longer for the leaves to change because the first frost and whatnot uh, take a while. So that's kind of what causes the leaves to change. If you guys didn't know that, it's actually when the, the weather gets cooler at night, and it kind of, like, kills the leaves off, I guess. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I'm confident that that's, that has something to do with it. So anyway... Um, we talked about Young Frankenstein, Hocus Pocus 2. I don't know if you guys knew, but they are currently filming that with the original three witches. Bette Midler, Mary Sampson Swanson, Samsonite. No, I don't know her last name, but Mary is the funny witch. It's like, she's like, she barks. I realize that her and I have the bark in common. Mary something. And then, of course, Sarah Jessica Parker who reminds me a lot of my ex-girlfriend, Jessica. Um, and um, some of my friends think that my ex-girlfriend, Jessica, is a witch. So, <laughs> um, you know, I never thought she was a witch until she put a little potion on my penis and it molted once. But uh, other than that, she seemed like a good gal. No. Jessica's doing well. Shout out to Jessica. In fact, she might be coming to uh, Florida to make a visit. Um uh, and uh, and I'm going to try to get her on my podcast if I can to tell some stories about me. Um, uh, Jessica is a friend of mine. Uh, she has a boyfriend, and um, we're we're on good terms. She reminds me of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and um, maybe she'll um, she'll make a a guest appearance here on the podcast soon so that she can. Uh, talk and you guys can hear how she sounds like Georgette from Three's Company or whatever some old uh, sitcom was the Mary Tyler Moore show I don't know you, you guys be the judge anyway TBD on Je Jessica but uh, that's Sarah reminded me of Sarah Je Jessica Parker and uh, again the, the real life marvelous Mrs. Maisel because uh, her life the way she lives it is hilarious and she wants to get into comedy so I might uh, help her uh, if she comes down here, uh, try out an open Michael for the first time. And, um, just kidding. She tried an open Michael years ago when I first met her. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Anyway, no, um, no, we're, uh, we're good friends and I, I'd love to give the world the gift of helping her, uh, do comedy because she's, she's very funny and she's got a lot of talent. So, um, anyway. All right, what do we want to talk about? Hocus Pocus 2. It's being filmed in Smithville, Rhode Island, I, I, I learned. And uh, I'm, I might just take a trip up there. I've been hitting them up. I've been blowing up. Uh, I, I, I'm on IMDb, and I get like this access to an upgraded version, or I don't even know what it's called. Uh, but I've been hitting up 
some of the people listed as casting directors and whatnot on the IMDb site. No response whatsoever. I did recently have a good friend of mine, Danielle, who uh, is her boss is somehow connected to one of the board of directors at Disney, some dude named Michael, and uh, they recently sent out an email on my, on my behalf to um, to the board of directors and. Um, and they are uh, trying to get me to get my foot in the door with Disney for, uh, you know, for, for well, you know, Hocus Pocus 2, for the Star Wars um, creations that continue to come out and, and other various works in the Disney universe, including ESPN as, uh, you know, who knows, maybe I could be, uh, uh, you know, come on and do a little commentating slash humor, you know. Hey, guys, uh, Tony Romo, huh? All right. Um, you know, add a little spice and humor into the Tony Romo thing and Troy Aikman thing. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that my friend Danielle is uh, trying to hook me up. She's leveraging her connections, her who, her New York influence, who I recently got to hang out with down. She took a trip down to Miami, so I went down there and hung out with her for a few days this last week when I got in town. Um, great gal. Great friend. You know, let's give it up for Michael Oldroyd, who actually has the capability to be friends with women. You know? Never thought I'd see the day. When I was younger, I was really good at being friends with women. And then I went through puberty, and it was slash college, and it was very difficult for me to be friends with women. And then I matured, and I was able to be friends with women again. So I think it's really exciting to um, have all these uh, female friends that... uh, that I have, uh, you know, we, we, we create value in each other's lives in platonic manners. You know what I mean? I, I'm mature, is what I'm trying to say. I can have a platonic relationship with a human woman. It's, it's really intriguing. It's really interesting. Let's give me a pat on the back. Let's give me a pat on the back gammon, if you will. All right. Um, so that's what's going on. I, and and it, even if I don't hear back from anyone... Regarding the Disney thing, I'm probably going to just take a trip up to Rhode Island, like I said earlier. There's an app called WAG where you can babysit dogs and take dogs for walks. What I might do is actually just, you you can stay like at places, you can like dog sit. I'm just going to like sign up to dog sit in Smithville, Rhode Island and just fly up there and just dog sit and then just show up to the sets and be like, can I get on camera? You know, maybe get a background or something, just show up with, like, some goofy outfit. I I could easily play one of those stooges. Remember in the first Hocus Pocus where those guys were, like, stealing the guy's shoes? You know, like, the thugs. Hey, man, cool shoes, bro. Like, I could be that. I could also do the the part with, you know, the guy with the mole on his neck, the main character. I could do that. Come on, give me a chance, you freaking Hocus Pocus. Anyway, I'd love to be in that movie. I hope they don't. I hope they do it properly because um, the first one's such a magical flick that, uh, you know, it's, it's always hard to do a, a sequel. And sometimes um, sequels get pulled off great, and sometimes it doesn't work out. I'll give you two examples Dumb and Dumber 2. Terrible job by Jim Carrey and um, his buddy. Uh, shoot, how, how did I forget this? I feel bad. I feel bad that I've, I'm forgetting his um, his sidekick's name um, from Dumb and Dumber 2. Anyway, um, one that they did do a great job of uh, in the sequel is Deadpool 2. 
right? Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2. And also The Hangover and Hangover 2. Both of those were really good. So sometimes they're able to pull it off, and it's it's always difficult. But you know what? Why not? I mean, if you got the three originals in there and you throw Mike Oldroyd in the mix, then that's called magic is what that is, right? Another good Halloween movie that I like is that one Practical Magic. Do you guys remember that one? Not Not too bad of a flick there, you know? Not too bad. Sandra Bullock was in that one. You guys remember Practical Magic? Hey, how about The Craft, huh? That one's a little dark. That one's a little bit darker. Not too dark. I wouldn't even call that movie scary at all. I would say it's dark, though. You know? You remember in, in The Waterboy when, when, when you know, Bobby Boucher's mom said, uh, you don't mess with Vicky Valancourt because Vicky Valancourt is the devil. Do you remember when she said that? Well, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Vicky Valancourt really is the devil in the movie The Craft. If you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, back in the days of Nev Campbell. I was a big Nev Campbell fan. You guys remember that? Scream. Those are, those are some scary movies, right? You guys seen the Scream movies with Nev Campbell? Oh, I, I used to... Uh, Nev Campbell was the first... One of the first... Uh, naked pictures I ever saw and who knows if it was actually her but I used to, this is back in the days when internet would load through AOL.com it takes like a few minutes for a picture to load and I remember uh, I was at a friend's house I don't want to call him out but we, we printed off pictures of her and it was at Kate Winslet from the Titanic and I had this binder <laughs> that would hide my my naked picture and pictures of Nev Campbell and uh, Kate Winslet and and I think others as well. But those were uh, those were the ones that I remember. And again, I don't even know if they were really them. But it was my uh, it was my stash. It was my my prized possession. Well, one of my prized possessions, I guess, at the time. But I, I was a big fan of Nev Campbell. And apparently, they're coming out with a Scream Five. I think there's four of them out already, and they're coming out with a new one with Nev Campbell. So that's pretty awesome. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Nev Campbell adopted a son a few years ago, and um, I just want to say that if I was that kid, I'd probably be attracted to to Nev Campbell. <laughs> so that's an interesting one. All right. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Nev Campbell. Oh, have you guys seen the movie, the scary movie movies? Those are hilarious. The comedy parodies. I. I to this day, I think Scary Movie 2 is one of the funniest movies of all time. They make all these parodies of these scary movies. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of... is a great, great humor, you know? Great humor, as one of my high school teachers used to say, Tom Kickham. Great, very humorous. Very humorous. Anyway, um, hopefully you guys are enjoying the Halloween season is what I'm trying trying to say and and all i can say is as soon as october 31st is over it's christmas time baby so enjoy it enjoy halloween while it lasts i got a pumpkin here that i haven't carved that i uh when i went back home to missouri there was uh we had grown pumpkins from last year's um um halloween time i bought like 15 pumpkins last year to help me it made me uh, help me cope with the the shittiness of uh, COVID last year. That's what I did. I splurged on Halloween decorations and everything. And uh, I took some of the seeds and we planted them this year. And I got to go home. And my, while I've been gone, my parents have been watering the, the pumpkin seed plant. And 
and I'll be darned to heaven, I got to harvest it. How, how kind of my mom to let me cut the pumpkin umbilical cord in the garden at my parents' house uh, this last week when I was there for my mom's birthday. Um, anyway, I don't know if you guys are doing any uh, pumpkin carving or uh, pumpkin seed cooking, but uh, those pumpkin seeds are delish. Anyway, you guys, uh, I really haven't really done much to enrich your lives in the last 20 minutes, and I apologize for that. Really, I should be talking about what's going on in the world still, and I have not. I keep veering away. But you know what? Who cares? Doesn't matter. I think if you're listening to this, you're just doing it for for the heaven of it, just to kind of stay, stay in touch with Miguel, old R2-D2's life, most likely. And you might be taking a dump or something like that just to kind of kill in time. Maybe driving. Maybe you're driving or traveling right now. And, and I respect that. I really respect that you're giving me a chance while you're taking a nice wet dump. Anyway, um, what's going on in the world? Anything new with COVID? I have no idea. I stopped watching the news. I don't do it because the news only focuses on negativity. And one of my friends who went to the Missouri Journalism School... It's a friend of a friend. Actually, I know a lot of people who went to J school. In fact, one of my friends is, is on the news, and I haven't talked to him. Wally Alayu, he's even been on this uh, podcast before. Um, I was talking to another friend, though, about this, and they said that their friend, we're all Mizzou alumni, whatever, credible source, said that uh, they they revealed to the students that the, that the media runs on fear and negativity. So what they do is they intentionally share negative things kind of like how facebook intentionally thrives on chaos as the whistleblower recently came out with as you know so apparently um when when there's good stories people stop watching the news so through this algorithm or this study uh, the news is constantly focusing on negativity and fear because when there's um there's as soon as there's a resolution to a problem nobody watches anymore Right, kind of like when um, I don't know. I can't think of a good example off the top of my head, but um, nevertheless, people people stop watching the news when there's uh, uh, like nothing bad going on, right? Um, and speaking of of that, that that's what makes uh, my buddy Trevor Glassman and I even more fortunate is because ABC is actually done a story a positive news story they, they've t- they've given us the they've sh- a lot, they've shed light on our story about bringing comedy to the, the suburbs and doing comedy for charity and going directly to the people and they're actually you know they did that story uh with uh sean daly uh, uh like a month or two back which you guys may have seen uh, us uh in where we filmed the story on uh, sean did the story on saint petersburg pier here in florida and uh, I'll be darned to heaven. They're going to do a, another bit on us this week. Uh, Trevor and I are going to do a live segment with them. And uh, I think it's this Thursday. And we're very excited to uh, get back on the news and uh, talk more about curbside comedy and, and doing shows. And we can do shows for you, anyone listening. Uh, um, we do donation-based shows. Uh, and we we raise money for charity, and we have our equipment, and we come to you, and we'll put on a show for anywhere, anybody, anywhere, any place, anytime. And if you're interested, just hit me up, laugh at michaeloldroid.com, right? Because my website is michaeloldroid.com. Easy enough. 
spelled just like you see it in the podcast, so there's no excuse for not knowing how to find me, you putz. Much love. Just kidding with you. Just teasing you. How about a little kiss on the cheek? All righty then. Um, so, yeah. Uh, ABC has given us a lot of love. They're doing a second story on us this week. And they're going to do a third story on us uh, in their end-of-the-year wrap-up because uh, it's been a successful story. We've gotten gigs from it. We continue to get gigs. Our next one is actually on my birthday, uh, November 6th, which is coming up, and that's very exciting. Uh, I recently just heard back from iHeartMedia that they, uh, just today, actually, would like to have us, um, you know, they'd like to do something with us and, and uh, collaborate somehow and get our story out there. So that's really exciting. Shout out to iHeartMedia. Shout out to ABC. Um, and you know what? Shout out to Chris Blackerby. It's his birthday today. So freaking Christopher John Blackerby, one of my best friends, future groomsman at my wedding, which I don't even have a a girlfriend but uh, when I do get married to my future TBD fiance Chris John Blackerby whose birthday it is today will be one of the groomsmen at my wedding you guys have heard me talk about him many a time he did a uh, episode on the Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast where we, where we talked about when we moved out to LA together to pursue the entertainment business so you guys can go look that up I'm not sure what episode but definitely um Definitely an episode worth listening to. Uh, Chris is uh, doing big things. I'm really proud of him. Um, continuing our work in the healthcare business uh, that we started uh, at Sagacious Consultants. And he's he's leading the practice at his company, Incisive Consultant, with his Incisive Consultants with his business partner, John Freeman. My good man, John Anthony Freeman, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and Adrian Raphael Cauldron. Uh, and I am Michelangelo. So the four of us are the Ninja Turtles. And uh, all I'm trying to say is we be doing big things in the world. You know what I'm saying? We be going against Shredder every day by battling fear, anxiety, and uh, you know inappropriate use of power. So anyway, um, cool. Speaking of news, I want to I want to I want to eliminate fear for you guys really quick. I, this whole thing about the China missile, I don't know if you guys heard of a China, China testing out its missiles and the news scaring us again. You know, um, uh, I just want to say that I, America, uh, we have eyes everywhere and we are in control. And our defense, uh, we've, spent a, we've spent so much money on defense. Uh, I'm not worried at all about this whole China missile testing thing. Uh, China's flexing its muscles, in my opinion, and um, you know I think uh, it's. I've been saying this for a while. Uh, don't let it. Don't let it scare you. But also, you know, take proper action. Stop buying China-made products and stop outsourcing to cheap labor in China. It's as simple as that. That's what you can do as a as a U.S. citizen. That's what I do. I saw a really funny. Uh, piece of glasses with like the the thick eyebrows and a fake mustache that I wanted the other day. I wanted it really bad, but I checked the label and it said made in China. And I did I did the thing where I basically you know you know killed my metaphorical boner and I and I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I made the sacrifice. And I think we all need to be thinking about that. We need to be buying American made products and we need to be uh, having American made labor as much as we can. Quick quick tracing you know. Profit maximizing by reducing your expenses to having child labor 
right? Uh, overseas, right? How about you freaking, uh, you know, quit being such a putz and have American-made products, you freaking putzes. All right, let's make out now because I like you and I'm not trying to smack you around too hard, but I'm giving you a real dose of reality. Uh, don't give China any any leverage uh, on us, all right? And that's 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 the way we can we can do it because capitalism hashtag greater than hashtag communism. All right, uh, and remember that we live in a free country. Uh, China does not. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, America. Uh, freedom is the light, and I'm not saying America is perfect by gosh, but. Uh, we have the opportunity to pursue perfection here. And it's up to all of us to continue to not only ter- carry the torch and stop saying, oh, well, we're just going to keep doing it because this is the way it's always been done. But to com- to ke- build on what we uh, have started uh, or completely eradicate the things that aren't working. But we have the opportunity here, living in a free country, it is the light of the world. And let's all individually take ownership of that. As United States citizens, step up to the fucking plate and make continue to make this a better world for everybody. Ourselves, our children, and uh, in other countries as well. Um, by giving them confidence in good and, um, you know, and not, uh, you know, having the type of government that, that makes decisions for you where you, you don't even you forget how to, you forget how to think. All right? So hopefully that motivates you guys. Anybody want to, uh, do a nice uh, session where we hang out now and, uh, you know, shoot the, I don't know, shoot the, shoot the she, you know, shoot the shit, talk, I don't know. So don't get all scared about the, the Chinese missile, but uh, be aware of it and stop buying Chinese made products and stop outsourcing. That's the takeaway. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. You guys trust me? You should, because I've pretty much been right in everything I've ever predicted if you listen back through my podcasts over the years. Um, yeah, trust me, I'm a doctor. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm serious though. I'm not a doctor, obviously. Well, you know, whatever. Comedy's the best. Laughter is the best medicine. So if that's the case, I guess I kind of am a doctor, but not the type of doctor that deserves much. Um, not the type of doctor that my grandpa was, who deserves a tremendous amount of respect. He was a surgeon and a boss. Um, and I'm very proud to be his grandson. I hope, uh, I hope my grandpa's proud of me. All right, let's move forward. Let's talk about football for a second. John Gruden is, is uh, was a big news story the last couple of weeks. This is the first thing I'll say about that. I can't believe that they're actually still winning. In fact, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, in fact, I'm getting on the score right now, which is what the ESPN analysts use. I want to see if the freaking Raiders won today. I'm very intrigued and curious. The Raider, the Raiders won. You got to be shysting me. They're five and two now. They beat the Eagles thirty-three to twenty-two. So um, that's that's crazy that they continue to win even after their head football coach has stepped down. Do you guys want my opinion on John Gruden? Uh, I feel like we're at a time where. Um, I don't. I don't know what he said. The racial comments that he made. I don't know. All I know is that he used the derogatory term toward gay people, um, and that he put down um, Roger Goodell, and um, 
So it was like homophobic type stuff. Let me let me just tell you guys a little something about football, okay? Um, you know, let me let me zoom out. Let's not even talk about football for a second. Regardless of where you stand on the spectrum of this whole thing, you know what? Who gives a fuck about words? You know what I mean? It's actions that matter, right? So if if John Gruden um, is going and removing someone's opportunity, say Michael Sam, for example, uh, Michael Sam, a football player, if he's going around and um, preventing Michael Sam from having the opportunity to play football when Michael Sam is uh, uh, very capable, for example, in that case, that that's that's active. Um, prejudice, right? Words are different than actions. And we're becoming a society, which scares me, where words are more important than actions all of a sudden. Words are being screened and um, people's careers are ending over words and not actions, right? Um, that's That's... That's that's interesting. This dude, I don't agree with anything that he said. My brother's gay, so let's let's take the homophobic stuff. My brother's gay, but you know what? My brother's also not soft. And I've heard my brother say homophobic things in jest before, jokingly, right? So like, people need to get their panties out of a out of a bunch, and and start looking at actions rather than words. Right, if if he's going around harming or doing things to harm people in the gay community or people uh, of a different race than him, uh, this goes for anybody. That is racist. That's homophobic. That type of stuff is the stuff that is bullshit. Words. The dude could have been joking. Who knows? Right. So anyway, you guys get it. I guess what I'm trying to say, guys, is um, I think we're all tired of, of cancel culture. Um, I think that, uh, you know, John Gruden is a bozo uh, for the things he said. Uh, I think that that face that he always made, that, that, that shit-eating grin on his face may have finally been wiped off. But you know what? I, I don't know him personally, but I, I would imagine that he's not a prick I don't think he actively is racist. I don't think he actively, with his actions, I don't think that he actively is um, homophobic or misogynistic, whatever it is, right? Um, football, I can't tell you how many times football coaches um, said things like, you know, you know, or players, coaches, you know, words like, don't be a pussy, or... or um, you know things. You know it's like, and if you if you if you care, if you, if you're so sensitive that you can't take words like that, then you're kind of a pussy. You know. <laughs> um, no, seriously. Toughen up, America. Toughen up. All right. Um, that's the least of our worries. Uh, being divided is actually the thing that, that, that we need to be concerned about. We need, to, we need to stay together. 
we need to stay united. Johnny Unitas. Unitas, Johnny. Uh, and stop worrying about dumb, stupid words, right? Um, kind of ties into the whole Dave Chappelle thing. Um, you know, it, it's... It, 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 for anyone that watched the Dave Chappelle uh, Netflix special that, you know, everyone's all going crazy about, there's a lot of people that are giving him backlash... He's sharing his perspective and his opinion, and we live in a country where free speech is allowed, and he's a comedian. Uh, and if you listen to it cl- closely, he's actually talking about someone who he had a very close and personal relationship who was part of the transgender community, and how, if you pay attention to it, how the transgender, uh, some people part of the transgender community, led his friend to suicide um, and and bullied bullied that person essentially and how his stand is how harmful um, how harmful people can be um, sometimes um, that appear to be such social justice warriors right and that's not directed toward the trans community that's toward direct that's that I'm directing that myself toward anyone that Sometimes the social justice warriors are the ones that are do, doing the most damage. Sometimes the people that are that know nothing about uh, racial things read a few read a few things and all of a sudden they know everything about race when they've never grown up um, and and you know been immersed in just diversity and they think that they know everything and they create these problems out of nothing. Right, some people create racism by trying to be a social justice warrior, and, and because they care so much about appearing to be woke rather than just being woke. Which I hate the term woke. I already think it's unwoke to use the term woke, but I think you you get what I'm trying to say. Um, so, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is. Uh, um, Whatever happened to the the whole thing of um, innocent until proven guilty? We live in a time where someone says something and you're automatically guilty and your career is over um, because someone accuses you of something. Or uh, in addition to that, someone digs up a tweet taken out of context from a decade ago or two decades ago. And uh, and all of a sudden your career is over because of... Uh, of Something that could have been taken out of context, something that was either said in jest. Um, I heard I heard someone say today, "You you want to see something crazy? Watch the the unedited version of Blazing Saddles." I haven't seen it myself. It was a '70s movie, Mel Brooks, a uh, very famous movie. And someone was like, y- "You think uh, you know? You think what what Dave Chappelle said was bad or whatever? Like, how about you watch Blazing Saddles, unedited version?" Right, so I don't know. Here, here's what I'll say. I'm going to use the Bible for a second to say, "Let he who cast the first stone be without sin." All right, for these people that can end someone's career by emerging from the cracks and the bushes and then disappearing back into the abyss without having a lens looked upon themselves, you know, they come out and they, you know, try to bring down a, a public figure. And then disappear back into the abyss with no microscope on them. 
Uh, sorry, but I don't think that you should have the opportunity to do that. I think that if you're going to put someone else on the line, you need to put yourself on the line. There needs to be, just like I said, if you're perfect, then let us take a look at your life. If you're going to sit here and judge people because you're hating, because you're jealous, because you just want to tear something down because it's, it's easier to tear someone down than to build up, then uh, let's take a look at you, all right? Um, so that's the first thing I'll say about that and potentially the last thing because I am tired and I forgot what I was going to say. All right. Did I want to say anything else regarding John Gruden? No. I, I don't want to say anything else about John Gruden because I probably lost some audience members just by what I said. And, uh, I'm tired. So hopefully I didn't misspeak, but... I'm not going to live in fear, you know, we need to stop living in fear, you know, and we need to stop being so sensitive, right? Doesn't mean you don't need to, I'm, I'm, my greatest strength is empathy. So it doesn't mean not being aware, not being, you know, sensitive to, 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 to things, but, um, there's a happy medium to the whole thing. You know, you're going to do more damage by over, over responding, overreacting to things. Um, all right, cool. Facebook went down. I'm, I, you know, I, I when when that whistleblower came out, how ironic was the timing that Facebook just went dark uh, <laughs> during that time? Hmm, coincidence? <laughs> I don't know. Let's think about that one. I think not. I, uh, I who knows? But I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it went dark at that time because they were trying to hide something. I have no idea. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised though. And the, the background noise just went away, which is exciting. I think it's the fridge, so I apologize if you if you noticed it. Um, but you're welcome now that it's gone. Um, anyway, let's talk about what's going on in the comedy world. Saturday Night Live, I think uh, just last night was their fourth episode of the season. I don't even know who hosted. All I know is Beck Bennett left this season. It makes me very sad because I think he's wonderful. And I have not seen... Kate McKinnon in any sketches yet, which is surprising. She must be working on something or some project. Uh, I It's been interesting to see so many new faces on Saturday Night Live who haven't, like, put in the time yet. It's just, usually it takes, like, a few years for them. They slowly introduce new cast members, and they're just, like, giving this James guy, like... Literally, the first episode of the season was a brand new cast member opening the entire you know, show, uh, you know, uh, pretending to be Biden or, or impersonating. I was like, who is that? Is that Daryl Hammond? Who is that guy? You know? Um, and then Aristotle, you know, some guy named Aristotle's on there. Like, he's in sketches. It's like, where did these people come from? There was no, they just literally like first, like, they're like first string they're on the first string. They're in these sketches, and, and, and they're just being thrown right out there. So, I don't know. That's different. I'll say that. It, it, it's different. Um, there's a different feel to this season from, from what I'm getting now that, you know, Beck Bennett's not on the show and Kate McKinnon. And then they even did, like, a, a parody thing where there was some writers that were in a, in a sketch recently um, about the, the, you know, the, the White Claw-type drinks. Uh who no one you know no one's ever heard of before, so that was really intriguing. Um, 
another thing about the show, Pete Davidson did an impression of Machine Gun Kelly, and Machine Gun Kelly got upset. Like, Saturday Night Live makes fun of everyone and impersonates everyone, and Machine Gun Kelly... I thought Machine Gun Kelly was cool until I saw that. I've been watching his music videos with his girlfriend, Megan Fox, you know, the one with the uh, really attractive face. No. Uh, yes, uh, there's no no, there's no denying she's beautiful. Uh, and he's uh, he makes a lot of his music videos with her. And he got, he like got upset at Pete Davidson for impersonating him. I, I don't know, that's kind of dumb. I, I don't think that's a good look on Machine Gun Kelly that looks... I don't know. I don't think that's uh, that's not boss status. That, that doesn't master, match the rest of what he's got going on. So, whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? I don't know why I'm talking about it, you know? <laughs> I guess because I'm talking about Saturday Night Live. Alright. And apparently Trevor Glassman, my buddy, has performed with one of their new hires, Sarah Squirm, or whatever her name is. So, um... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't make it on the show. Every time a new episode comes on, I'm curious to see if they use one of my sketches because they technically own the three sketches that I submitted. So I'm always watching with one eye open just to see if they use one of my sketches. That's the only reason I watch the show anymore. No, I. Uh, yeah, it's it's very intriguing. So far, they have not used one of my sketches, but um, the the three sketches that I submitted, the first one was. Um, the fart mute, and I was gonna have Beck Bennett playing it. It's a, I'm not gonna give it away. It's basically about like a, it looks like a trumpet mute. You stick it up your rear end, and when you fart, it, it mutes it, right? Um, so it's like a commercial parody for a, a fart mute. I did a, a sketch about um, uh, failing unemployment on purpose to try and uh, keep making money, and then you get sucked into getting hired against your will, even though you're trying to fail the interview. Uh, I had Colin Jost playing that one as the interviewer and, uh, you know, Alex Moffat playing the, uh, the guy trying to fail unemployment. And then, um, you know, it's just ironic because, uh, even though he's trying to fail it on purpose, he doesn't blah, blah, blah. All right. Very humor, humorous. All right. And then the final one is a frat boy who's become a doctor and an OBGYN, basically a frat boy gynecologist, right? So uh, if you see any of those sketches, then you'll know that they are Michael Oldroids, which now belong to Saturday Night Live. Anyway, um, what's going on in my comedy world? Uh, I told you about the three ABC stories and the iHeartMedia wants to talk to, to us. Um, and there's a, there is a... Um, journalist in Orlando that wants to do a story on me. So that's really exciting. Um, making good connections here in Florida, as you can tell. Uh, making good connections at the whole Dave and Buster's gig that we do. That's always fun. Come out. We'll be there on Halloween next weekend. Uh, Trevor and I will be. And, um, you know, there's been a couple of good comedians that I made connections with uh, through that. Uh, and also in the scene here. I like the scene uh, people are, there are a lot of, a lot of nice fellas, nice fellettes, uh, you know, uh, you know, people taking comedy seriously down here, trying to grow, get better. It's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's exciting to, to be part of that. Been getting, uh, uh, auditions lately, virtual auditions that I'm able to submit, uh, a couple golf commercials that I had callbacks for. Apparently 
I thought I was getting cast time until I didn't get hired for any of them. What the heaven? Am I right? Uh, I, I assume I didn't get hired. I didn't hear back after the callback. So their loss. Am I right? All right. Uh, it was really exciting a few weeks back before I went back to Missouri to do a 50-year-old birthday party. Two lesbians had uh, – one of them was a cop. Anyway, they had uh, Trevor and I go out, and uh, we had a blast. There was uh, a giant Yoda figurine there, and uh, they fed us. They paid us. We got to donate to charity. It was a curbside gig. Uh, got a good referral from it if we want to use a referral, and uh, it was just a, it was just a great time and, and a potential another gig out of it too. There was uh, you know someone who was who who was part of that whole party that wants to hire us and have us perform on their boat they're getting a boat and uh they want to have us uh trevor and i do a show on their boat for for some of their friends and family which i think sounds wonderful uh it sounds really jazzy and i'm flabbergasted by it in a positive way so yeah i also heard from a nude a nudist bachelor party a nudist gay bachelor party Someone said, uh, hey, I'm just curious. Wanted to know if you have an open mind about maybe doing a, a nudist bachelor party. And we went back and forth. I'm like, uh, excuse me? Uh, wh- what exactly does that entail? Oh, we'll pay you a lot of money, but basically the crowd would be naked and we would require the comedian to be naked as well. Are you open? Um, and I never responded because, of course, I'm not open. I didn't even respond to that. And then I got an, a follow-up from them. Any interest? <laughs> no. Is what I said. One word. No. Right? <laughs> Zero interest in performing naked for a giant group of naked men that are gay. Right? Zero interest in that. But thanks. Nice try. You know? I'm, I'm not even offended. Uh, but let me just say this. Uh, for anyone listening, yeah, not going to happen. So uh, don't even waste my time or yours by asking. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, if anyone's listening, don't dig this up 40 years from now and call me homophobic because I'm not, all right? I'm just heterosexual, and I'm not going to perform naked for gay guys. Um, And, uh, yeah, I I think my brother would support me on that. So if anyone tries to cancel me for saying that I didn't want to perform naked for gay guys, then you can go sit on a nice fat rod. All right. Let's see here. Um, speaking in terms... Oh, I've been going back to a couple... I got to go back to my high school and speak to the the freshman football team. I got to go to... Um, and be a, It was senior night. I got to, to, to listen in and listen to the seniors give their speech to the team at Eureka. Uh, I got to go to Sullivan High School. And speak to the team there, uh, Eddie Har's team. And uh, I did the water boy impression. It always goes over well when they're like, Mike, why don't you tell us about what it took to be successful? And I'm like, well, first of all, the, 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 the center has the football. And the, 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 the quarterback says, hey, that's, that, 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 that's when I start ta- tackling the quarterback. Unless he gives the ball to somebody else, in which case I try to tackle him too. <laughs> so... Anyway, it's always fun doing that for the kids and then actually, you know, giving them some real, uh, real advice, which I'll give it to you now. Do or do not. There is no try. It's basically the same stuff Yoda says. And when you rearrange the letters to, to my name, you find I am Yoda. 
or I'm Yoda, something like that. Um, Yoda is in my name, what I'm trying to say. And yes, I am a Jedi Master. Anywho, alright. If anyone wants to... Oh, so, so thanks to Eddie for that opportunity and for the swag. Shout out to the Sullivan Eagles. Uh, one thing that was really funny when I was at practice, I was watching, and it was cool to be around it. It was really cool to be around it. It was cool to see what Eddie's doing with the team. They have, you know, he's building their program there and, and Schrader's there. And, um, I was watching them scrimmage and, you know, football players are, are funny sometimes. Some of the, some of the guys had, there was one guy in particular had long hair and he was playing defense, and the, the offense got out there, and they were like, the play is blah, blah, blah. And the defense was like, oh, what was the play again? <laughs> so, like, you know, like, uh, football players would get that, and, or, or any athlete, and maybe more. Maybe you don't have to be an athlete to appreciate that he was basically like, oh, cool, what was that? Like, none of his business type thing, but he still asked. It's almost like when a girl, I don't know, um, is... Uh, yeah, it's like it would be like a stranger who sees a an attractive girl and um and the attractive girl who doesn't know the strange guy leans over to her friends and she's like let's go home now and the stranger on the street's like oh cool yeah that sounds good what's your address you know that type of thing like it's like uh no that's not for your ears but nice try fella so anyway that kid made me laugh and um and uh and and it was just a, it was meaningful it's it's meaningful to to try and be a positive influence or you know telling the story that hopefully brings light and uh shows some sort of a possibility for the kids that are wanting to you know move up and and do big things and you know you don't ever have to kids if you're listening you don't ever have to limit yourself to to my success go surpass it baby be a star. Um, you know, there's no limits, right? There's no limits. And uh, also, if you want to buy some of my merch, <laughs> I, uh, in, in all seriousness, I actually really am excited about my merch right now. I've got coffee mugs for sale with my with my What the Heaven logo and my my caricature and my name. We got coasters, really nice fancy coasters. We got mouse pads. I got some t-shirts, I got wristbands that say anybody horny, so we're having a good time, we're doing big things. If anyone wants to buy some merch, do it up. Uh, the next time I said I'm performing uh, a big show for Curbside Comedy is on my birthday, obviously I'll be performing many times between now and then, now and then, but that's the next Curbside Comedy show. Um, if you guys want to check that out, cool. I also do, I'm doing a Zoom I'm doing a couple minutes on a Zoom show this Wednesday coming up. Um, if you want to check that out, cool, awesome, good, good times. We're gonna go to the pier this week. One of my buddies from New York is visiting. Michael Kerrigan is his name. We're gonna go to the pier, uh, do some comedy out there. The three of us, me, Trevor, and Mike, uh, have a good time with it. You know what I mean? All right. Um, I found out that I'm headlining a show, so. This is this is kind of a career milestone. So, I'm getting paid to headline a show where I've never been before, and an agent got me this gig in Arizona on December 22nd. It's a Wednesday. I'm already going to be there for Christmas to see my family and my niece, 
who is having twins, so I'm going to be not only an uncle, but a great uncle. I've been an uncle since I was one, and she's all grown up now, and she's having twins, Chanel. So I'm really excited to go see my family, my sister, her kids, and I've got a, a, a show that I'm headlining in Lake Havasar, or hey, Lake Hassau, I don't know. Anyway, apparently it's a, a nice place on the west side of uh, Arizona, and um, if anyone wants to go check it out, mark your calendar. I'll be going out there. I'm headlining, and I've I've closed many a show in my day. I've headlined before, but I've never been paid to headline, if that makes sense. So this is a career milestone that um, it is a paid gig, and I'm headlining in Arizona uh, just before the new year. So I think that that's a, a great way to enter 2022. It's exciting, and uh, and I'm thankful for it. So. Um, that is what I will say about that. Okay, cool. Um, what did I want to say? We're, we're actually, we're getting, we're making good time on this podcast. I think I'm going to be hopefully done in a few minutes. As I said, I went back to St. Louis for uh, a little over a week. It was prompted by my mom's birthday because I hadn't been home in months and, you know, I feel bad this trip. When I left home in May, March or May, I can't remember which one it was, you know, I, I, I didn't know if I'd be gone for a week or two weeks or whatever, and it turned into several months where I spent six weeks in New York, and I was in Florida before and after that. So, you know, I, I, my mom's been very supportive of my comedy, and I really appreciate that, and I know she misses me, and obviously I miss her, and it was uh, really special that I... Got to go back and, and hang out with her for, on her special day, on her birthday. And, uh, you know, spend spend some time with her. Get to see friends and family while I was home. Obviously reconnecting with the high school. I went back to Eureka High School during the day and saw some of the teachers. And hung out with the coaches. Uh, as uh, game day approached, got to hang out with the football team itself, the seniors. Um, got to catch up with... Uh, you know, a lot of people, um, and, you know, the, the, the Coach Lamisons of the world, Trevor Grimshaw's, Mike Tebow's, um, Greg Cleveland's, um, and a lot of the students, uh, Mr. Thoman, got to see Mr. Thoman, Miss Mueller, all kinds of, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, Tyler Wass and Jake Sumner, got to see Coach Sumner, um, got to talk to him for a while, got to hang out with Coach Grimshaw for a while, both Grimshaw's and uh, say hi to his wife and just got to see everyone, you know, and uh, a lot of my old teammates, both on the track team and the football team, got to hang out with Ronda Ramsey and Cedric Owens' family, got to do this podcast at Jocelyn's house, which was a huge honor, and I really appreciated them having me on, um, and, and them, them, them joining me. Uh, we went out that night, we celebrated Cedric after the podcast was recorded, by the way, his dad was there the day that we were recording for a little bit. I got to see him. Um, we went out that night. We did karaoke, and we rocked the mic, and we celebrated Cedric's life with with as much positivity as we could. We sang. We 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 drank. We we you know we reminisced. It was it was it was very it was very nice. It was very nice, and um, I'm glad I got to be there with them and. Spend some of my time at home um, 
you know, with 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 so many people that are uh, a part of a part of me and, and 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 a big part of my life, right? In different ways. So, um, so that was awesome, and um, that's what I wanted to say about that. It was just a great trip going back to St. Louis. I miss it. I feel like I I, I would have liked to have stayed a little longer. In all honesty, but. Um, you know, there's only so much time and resources and everything else, right? Time is the most valuable resource, guys. It really is your health and time, right? Quality of life. Um, I'm excited about some trips that are coming up. Uh, obviously, Arizona, I mentioned. My parents are coming out for Thanksgiving. I think we're going to do this out here. Take a, maybe, maybe even take a gander at some real estate in St. Pete. Really liking St. Pete these days. Very artistic. Very it's by the water. It's awesome, St. Pete. They had a big concert there this weekend, four day music festival, and the Uber rates were through the roof. So every once in a while, I'll turn on my Uber app and drive for Uber. And uh, tonight, for example, I drove someone from the Buck Stadium after the Bucks game out to Clearwater, forty minute ride, hundred dollars made a hundred dollars. So uh, it's not always that glamorous um, but sometimes you get lucky like that you know plus telling girls that you drive for uber really drops panties you know it's really sexy to the ladies all right um <laughs> anywho um what did i want to tell you guys it would be so cool to go snowboarding this winter i was talking to trevor about it today we might go uh early next year uh, which would be really cool. For my birthday, there's a couple things that I'd like to do in my birth week or birth month. I want to go to the Harry Potter freaking thing at Universal. I want to go to the Star Wars thing at Disney World. And I want to go deep sea fishing down in the Keys. So I think that'd be really cool. Um, what else did I want to tell you guys? Um, I was going to tell you a st Yeah, Jessica might be coming down to visit. Um, what a goon, what a goon. I hope that, I hope that she, uh, does my podcast and, and, you know, I've already, I already talked about that. She, she's on and off with her boyfriend, you know, who knows what's going on between them, but either way, um, time will tell. Time William tell. I wanted to tell you guys a quick story about a, my friend who got a massage from a guy and the guy grazed his knutsack, I guess, by accident, but never said anything. <laughs> so, when I have a Massage Envy, like, uh, membership, I can get a massage anytime, but I'm not comfortable getting massages from dudes. I'm sorry, is that homophobic? Uh, I apologize for nothing. I don't want to get massaged by a guy, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, anyway, my friend got a massage and he tried to keep an open mind and he said that the guy massaged him and at one point accidentally or on purpose somehow just grazed his knutsack and just didn't say anything about it and my friend felt uncomfortable and violated and I was just like geez I wonder how often that happens to people you know but I'm never gonna find out because I'm not getting massages from dudes so anyway I thought that was a hilarious thing that that happened to him though and uh, if you guys get massages, uh, hopefully you don't get your, your nutsack grazed by a dude. Unless you're gay and you're into that. 
you know, or if you just don't care or like it, whatever, I don't know, um, but, yeah, I figured I'd mention that, um, is there anything else that I wanted to talk about? I guess uh, I just wanted to remind you guys that if you are interested in any of my merch, just hit me up. Send me an email, laugh at michaeloldroid.com or DM me on Instagram at the droid, T-H-E-D-R-O-Y-D, the droid, one word, at the droid. That's it, right? At the droid. Um, if you want to check it out, um, hit me up. I can send pictures or whatever. Um, Check out the website uh, if you'd like to buy wristbands or, or just hit me up if you want to buy anything, right? Or if you're curious to know what the options are, what prices are, just hit a brother up if you're just trying to support or whatever. Um, very easy and straightforward, very cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah, I, I would just say that... <sighs> Something intriguing that I did while I was home is I got my eyebrows. I wanted to get my ears waxed because I have some hair around like the lobes and the inner part of my ear that um, is is very obnoxious. So I went in to get that waxed, and while in there, the girl just started putting wax on my cheeks and uh, around my eyebrows. I guess as a favor because she said that she can't let me go out into public with my face looking like that so um so that was interesting uh just getting waxed um, put on my face without asking for permission first you know you go in to get your earlobes waxed like a normal human and then you come out with your entire face waxed but i like how it turned out i think it looks swell and uh is it it was a positive takeaway i got a haircut while i was at it you know so Got groomed while I was in St. Louis is what I'm trying to say. And the final thing that I do want to... I want to end the, the podcast with uh, a more sentimental thing. Obviously, last week was a... was um, a Last episode was was, was very serious. Um, it, was, it was meant specifically to honor Cedric Owens and his family. Uh, it was so cool that uh, episode 147 lined up uh, perfectly with the timing that allowed me to be able to to talk with his family on it, talk about the number 47, um, it's 148 right now, this is, I'm not talking about the time of night, even though it actually almost is 148 AM, um, episode 148, uh, it's Andy Beto, uh, number 48 was Andy Beto, I've talked about him several times. Um, Andy was a football player at Eureka before my time who passed away on the football field against Oakville, uh, back in 1995, I believe it was 95 and he was a Eureka teammate and brother. And, uh, we remember him every year for homecoming, uh, which this year at homecoming, it was before I got back to St. Louis, so homecoming already happened, but I did want to mention that my parents went, and the Beatles every year give away the Andy Beto Award, 
who Cedric was one of the recipients, actually. Uh, and it's probably the greatest honor and award you can ever get um, at Eureka High School on the football team, right, is the Andy Beto Award at homecoming. And our senior year, three of our seniors got it. It was Cedric Owens, Ryan Schroeder, who I've mentioned. He's one of the coaches at Sullivan, Missouri now. And, and Chris Norris was the third recipient. The three of them got that our senior year. Chris Norris is also a coach. Um, football coach and uh, it's just really cool that number 47 and number 48 mean so much to Eureka football and um, and they're back to back episodes for me and they'll always be special for me and for Eureka and, and our community and um, it was great that my parents you know the Beatles give me a lot of support I really appreciate Bill and Gretchen, that's Andy's parents, and, and their daughter, Teresa. Uh, I met the, their, her sister, Laura. Laura and um, Mrs. Beto uh, came to watch me perform. Mrs. Beto has come a few times when I've uh, been in St. Louis. She's come to support. Uh, Bill came with her once, and and uh, and they brought me gifts. Uh, you know, Mrs. Beto brought me some, some popcorn in a Mizzou um, container and it was just very it's very nice to have that support um, I can never express like how much it really means to me because because it really um, you know words don't do it justice but I feel very thankful and I feel the power of, of that support you know um, you know uh, the social media love the, the support it shows um, and uh, I would have loved to have been there at homecoming this last year, uh, you know, a few weeks back when when they honored Andy and they honored Cedric. They talked about him at halftime, but I got to see the video of it. If anyone wants to see the video of it, I can send it to them. Uh, when they talked about Cedric, um, I got to see the video of, of them honoring the new recipients. I know one of them is the quarterback of Eureka. High school right now, number 12. He's a tall dude. And uh, he threw for a ton of yards the night that I saw him play. I got to meet him. And um, and and I just uh, just wanted to give a shout-out to the Beto family for, you know, they turned uh, just a, a nightmare and just a, a terrible circumstance. And they've... They've enriched the lives of others through their tragedy. You know, they 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 have offer they offer a yearly scholarship. At the time I was at Eureka, it was a thousand dollar scholarship, and I was actually the recipient of that scholarship, the Andy Vito Scholarship Award, my senior year, and and that helped me. Um, you know, it's one less part of the the financial burden to have to carry when going through school. That thousand dollar scholarship was. Just very much appreciated, and the meaning of it also was appreciated. Not just the financial alleviation, um, but um, you know, just turning, turn, taking something terrible and, and finding a way to to still enrich the lives of other and, and, and the Eureka football tradition. That's just it's just amazing. Um, I got to see Teresa when I stopped by the high school as well. She had a picture of Bud, Buzz Aldrin. She teaches American history, 
which uh, which is really cool. And um, all this stuff is intertwined, guys. You know, we're all connected. Um, and these, for those who who don't know the people that I'm talking about, just know that they're they're very important to me and to our community. And um, when it comes to taking uh, tragedies and trying to to either find the silver lining or, or do something that can can help. Uh, I'm very excited to say that Eureka, you know, the, the, the senior football team is starting a 5-2-9 in, in, for Cedric's daughter. He has a daughter, Alyssa. A 5-2-9 is a, essentially a, a scholarship or a um, funds that can be allocated toward higher education. Uh, it's like a 401k essentially, but for 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 higher education. So we're starting a 529 for his daughter, and uh, anyone can donate to that. So it's essentially going to be going to raise money because Cedric um, isn't here. Um, it's to give the family support, and it's it's really cool because um, even if she gets a scholarship or doesn't use all the money uh, for education, she can pass it on to her kids, which is. You know, the idea of generational wealth, um, which is really, you know, the, the football team is excited to to get that going. And uh, I know that there's talks about the EHS, uh, EHS potentially making a scholarship um, in Cedric's name, similar to how Andy Beto, there's a, a scholarship award for, for Beto. Um, I know that there's rumblings of potentially a, a scholarship um that can go to students who who meet certain criteria um, and, and to help them with uh, you know going off to college as well. So I just wanted to end on a on a serious note, but a light note and an uplifting note. You know, um, it's uh, it's I guess it's hard to know what else to say. I guess I don't really have any words at the moment, but. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful that I was able to be with Cedric's family. Um, you know, I couldn't go to homecoming. Um, I was here in Florida and I'm just thankful that I could be there with them when Cedric was laid to rest and in his final resting place. And that I was able to be honored by speaking, um, at the funeral and um, I was um, honored and, and surprised and humbled when I saw my name on the program as one of the pallbearers. And it was uh, one of the great honors of my life to carry, help carry him to his final resting place and represent the Eureka football team. I felt like by me touching the casket, um, I was representing all of the Eureka football community um, and all of his brothers that, that we played together with so um, I was just a, a vessel that was uh, a representative if you will and um, and um, and I'm just thankful that I was able to to do that it means a lot to me so um, I hope everyone has a great week um, life is sometimes short and sometimes it just feels short it goes it can go by very fast and it can end at any moment in time 
So I just uh, pray that everyone maximize it and that you guys live your best lives and that you, you know, that you, 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 you do the things that you want to. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. And uh, I'm trying to live, lead that by example. Rather than preach it, I'm doing it. So um, I guess I'm preaching it and doing it. So that's that. Um, go get it, guys. All right. Have a great week. Thank you. Love you. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?